What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. Your other host, Reyes, is here with me as always. And we got an awesome playoff episode here for you. I know Reyes can feel this. I got the juices pumping. We're pumped up to talk about the 1A playoffs that are starting this week. We're going to preview games, talk about dark horses, talk about potential upsets. It's all coming up here, so just check it out. Okay, Reyes. What's going on, mate? It's good to have you back, buddy. I know. I'm back in action, dude. Okay, so 1A playoffs start this week, and I I can't even explain how excited I am about the 1A playoffs. I'm pretty pumped, honestly. Like, I was actually, you know, I was putting the kids to bed tonight, and I, I skimped on the Bible story tonight with the kids. Whoa. Just because I wanted to get here as quickly as I could, and you weren't even here on time. I was here before you. Because <laughs> no, I so was. Stupid. So I I'm so excited to to talk about the one A. And, you know, obviously the three A, the two A is not into playoffs this week. There was so much great action in the three A and the two A. You know, Ailey Ironwood, Gilbert Christian, you got Valley and Gilbert Christian, you had Coolidge losing to Ben Franklin. You had ALA Trivium, that rematch. There were so many great games. We want you guys to know this. All of those games we're going to preview or we're going to recap, I should say, on our Patreon. So if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, you want to hear about those games and what went on there, subscribe to the Patreon. You can go to our link tree on any of our social medias. You can check that out. There's some great stuff there. And this episode is all about the 1A. All about the 1A. Because the 1A is moving into playoffs, and it's a super exciting time for the 1A. And, Reyes, since we're moving into the playoffs for the 1A, you know, there's a lot of kids that are really excited. Have I told you that I'm going to release this at midnight tonight? You did not tell me this. It's, this is coming out at midnight tonight. Midnight. So really exciting about that. I always love that. Some scary hours going <laughs> scary on right now, dude. Hours. I don't know why that's your favorite one. I don't know why either. Hey, you before, this is so random. I think it's lame. Can we talk about how our Twitter, like, there's this guy that just... <laughs> I know we got. I know we got to be serious, guys. And if you do not follow the Twitter, it's at Small Ball Pod AZ. Yeah, there's at Small Ball Pod AZ. AZ is capital. You'll find the podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, you know, we keep everything really positive on the podcast. We do. There's a guy. I'm not even gonna say his name, but there's a guy who posts some things on there that he trolls. He trolls, dude, and it's kind of funny. It, it's a little funny, but it's like, oh, my God. What team is he always dogging, though? Scottsdale, which is crazy to is me. It, is it my burner account? Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. No, I just kidding. Actually, that'd be funny if you did confess, like, years later it was my burner account. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, but there's this guy that, like. It's been funny, though. He's posted a couple things. It's funny. And then he deletes them. He's slick about it. You know it. what I mean? He's like, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have said that. Or, like, maybe that was too far. But this one he hasn't deleted yet. So that's a little slight plug for our social media. You should go check it out. But, yeah. Please go check it, it out. Is, it's so funny. It is really funny. So, uh, anyways, since we are moving into playoff play, Reyes, I'm going to put you on the hot seat right now. Put me on the hot seat, dude. Okay, I know that you love being on the hot seat. And I, I'm going to put you on there with this question, okay? Don't, don't, don't mess this up. He's going to try to hit the right button here for the hot seat thing. Here we go. I got you. He's heating up. He's heating up. Oh, 
Hey, you fooled me, dude. I almost clicked the wrong one. Okay, so let's let's do this. So we're moving to playoff play. Mm -hmm. What are some essentials if you want your team to make a deep playoff run? Because, I mean, coaches, players that are all listening to this, they're excited about it, right? They're thinking about the playoffs. Sure. What are some essentials that you want your team, that you need if you want your team to make a deep playoff run? Well, first of all, you need your gear. You need your uniform (laughs) and your (laughs) belt. I'm trying to hear, like, motivate some kids. I'm and so sorry, dude. I had to. You're in La La Land over there, man. I guy. had to, dude. You kind of set me up for that one. Come on, that was funny. I lobbed up for you to just knock it out of the park, man. Your gear. <laughs> your, your basketball shoes. Oh, my God. Your, hey, what many, is it for the kids nowadays? Their leg sleeves? Their leg sleeves, shooting sleeves. sleeves. A lot of people wear shooting sleeves, and they're not even shooters. That's true. I saw one time when we went to a game, I saw a big man wearing a shooting sleeve, mm. and he was just within, like, Two feet. Here's a question, and, and then you need to answer that question legitimately. No, answer the question legitimately. Why do some shooters wear a shooting sleeve on their opposite arm? Like I their non-shooting know. arm. I've always thought that. I don't know. Do you think it's be? maybe it kind of helps kind of distract because, like, from their... Maybe. Like, if they're left, say you're right-handed, mm-hmm. and your left hand is just kind of like your guide hand, sure, sure. You know what I mean? Maybe it helps you distinguish to not move it. Yeah, you know I what think I mean? they're just trying to be too much. They're trying to be too big time. I think you need the big time stuff. I think that's all it is. You know, it, pro- it probably is. So I mean, like, it is. I mean, I guess who cares? Reyes is speaking from experience because I'll I'll post I've the never, video. But I've this guy never was decked wo- out leg sleeves, arm I've sleeves, never worn bands, any of arm that. bands. I mean, a, a jock strap when he was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if hey, you guys can tell. Out, we're bro. excited to record this episode, man. We're hey, pumped, we're, we're pumped man. Uh, what was your first question, though? What, like, what do teams? It's my need? only question that you haven't even answered. What is an essential for a team that wants to make a deep playoff run? Um, to be kindred. Oh my gosh, you got it! Come on, dude, you got to bring it in a little bit. Let's go. Come on. What do you mean, dude? Okay, That's what the, you define mean. kindred. That was our word of the week, like for a whole week, and our kids never knew what it meant. And they kept throwing around the well, word kindred. Okay, like, to be serious, though, to make it like a legit playoff run and everything like that, um, well, first of all, you guys all have to be on the same page. And I know it sounds kind of like cliche or just kind of obvious, but, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of teams, like, that when it comes to playoff time, for whatever reason, they probably might want to step up and just kind of forget what the team is trying to do. And they just kind of want to Play go, hero ball a little bit. Yeah, they want to go get theirs. Sure. And, like, obviously, like, coaches do that, and they put their players usually in, like, great positions mm-hmm. to for them to go get what they want. But sometimes they just go in, like, you know, they, they play stupid. So I think I think one of the most important things is just playing together. Like, Valley, I think they did a really great job just kind of mm. playing Sticking to their, together, Just kind of staying to their identity. You know, don't go away just because you're in the playoffs. I know a lot of coaches, like, when it comes to the playoffs, it's a whole new script. Yeah. Like, why would you want to change the script? Like, whatever's been working has been working for a reason. Sure. So I think, obviously, that stick to the script. You know, make sure that you guys are playing together, being poised. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think what else. That's like, great. Yeah. I, yeah. I get, and, you know, just be dogs. Like, yeah. you got to want it. 50-50 balls. You got to want it more. Balls. You know sure. what I mean? I know that a lot of coaches say, like, you know, our team wanted it more. But, no, it really comes down to, yeah, those 50-50 balls, mm. when it's, like, the fourth quarter. Because, like, when we get into this 1A, dude, the 1A's just been crazy. Let's just put that. You know, Cat's not the bad guys. It's bananas. So, so many freaking close games. I know. And, like, I got some no of the, idea with some of these and, picks. And that's all. what I'm saying. So, some of these games. They're going to be decided the, on a few plays. On a few plays. And, like, you mm-hmm. can make a winning play by going for a 50-50 ball. And, like I said, and, like, mm-hmm. players, you know, they have to be able to do five things. And we've talked about this with our own players. Mm-hmm. But if you're not doing those five things, like. Sure. Tough. Yeah, and when I think about really good 
like an essential for a deep playoff run, what I always come to is really good point guard play. Correct. You've just got to have good point guard play. You've got to have someone who can be your floor general and extension of the coach. you got to be able to take care of the ball. I think if you have a really good point guard and he's playing at a high level and you're able as a team, and even with him, but as a team to take care of the basketball, you have at least a much – your chances of making a deep playoff run dramatically increase. Great. So if I'm a coach – and I have Monday and Tuesday to prepare for the playoffs on Wednesday, or I think most of these games are on Wednesday. Yeah, no, I? it's Thursday, the eighth. Oh, okay, yeah. So then, if I got all these games coming on Thursday, then what I'm really thinking about, I'm doing a ton of breakdown pressure situations with my with my guards, with my point guard. Right? There's eight seconds left. You got to get to this spot. You got to get us into our sets. And there's a lot of high pressure stuff going on. Playing music in the gym and just getting a ton of reps at trying to do what he needs to do in pressure situations. I mean, if, if I'm a coach, that's what I'm trying to do. Because if you have really good guard play, you're going to be okay. But if you if you don't have good guard play, it's really difficult to make a good run in the playoffs. No, it's very difficult. And, like, obviously, like, to our testament, like, we're talking about just the 1A here today um, or tonight, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Um, your, your role players, you know? Like, sure. yeah. a lot of these 1A teams have seen each other it was probably be like the third or fourth time seeing each other. You it's know crazy, I mean? dude. And they're probably tired of it. I feel like it's more than normal. It's pretty. pretty I feel like it's more than 3A, 2A usually is. Yeah, because I remember one time when we were in the playoffs when we played Paige, which was, I think, two years ago. Dude, that was the COVID year, too, though. That was the COVID. So it was like we, a shrunken. We saw Paige three times. Yeah, we lost three times. We lost three times. <laughs> and both, in all three games, we were up double digits, and we just. Yeah, just choked. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, no, yeah, I think the role players have to be ready, you know what I mean? Because there's so mm-hmm. many times, and, like, we get a test of this, you know, where just – and you've seen it just in film, like, where, you know, the star player might not be having a good game. And obviously, I've said, like, you know, you, there's no such thing as an off night. Like, yeah. if you're not scoring, you're going to have to do something else to impact the game. But, like, mm-hmm. the role players have to be ready to go because sure. you never know. You might just be in a position to hit a big shot, and so you just yeah. got to be ready. Well, and I, I think that what you're saying is right – but they are going to be in that position, you know. Every single – I mean, think about even last year with Valley Christian and the championship game. Obviously, Caleb Shaw was carrying them. Towards but, that second half. Dude, that first – I'm going to be But in honest. that first half – I thought Coolidge had it. I'm not well, even going to I know, lie. but not even just that. But players that were making big plays were their younger kids, their role-player kids. I mean, they were doing the, a great the Greers. job. You know, the Greers, all that stuff. So – yeah, I think that those are important things. So let's get into this, okay? Let's get to some of these teams. Um, 16 teams are here in the 1A playoffs, and we're super excited about every single one of them. I know you're looking at the bracket right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me this. Okay. Hey, should we talk about what the fans kind of like voted? Oh, we will. We okay, will. we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we okay. put out a poll earlier uh, today, and we'll, we'll talk about that. But, yeah, I got a ton of great feedback from you guys. So so we'll talk about that. Okay, so let's look at this, okay? You're looking at the bracket right now. Sure. Give me a dark horse. Who's a team that you're like, bro, this team could actually, like, legitimately make a run and maybe win this thing? Uh, Cicero Prep or even a Joe City. Mm. Cicero Prep, Joe City. Maybe Cicero more than Joe City. I think, like I said, when you, post, you made that post about Joe City, the potential upsets, and it's all happened. You were on the money. I disagree with you, though. You don't think Cicero? I mean, Cicero has a chance to be a dark horse, I think. Would you? I'm, I'm, I would go more Joe City 
than Cicero. I mean, think about Joe City. They're a 10 seed, and they've competed so good with all of these higher level. I mean, think about that. And they for knocked a off some of these teams. I know, which is crazy. You know, I, I feel sad to say this. I'm not as high on Mo Gion as I, I, as I used to be, uh, but they're still a great team. They're competing. Man, I gotta I gotta throw Salome in there, dude. As a dark horse? I gotta throw Salome in there as a dark I horse. I don't consider them a dark horse necessarily. You just five, consider them They're a top five team. Yeah, I know. I just But I guess you're I guess what, I I get what you're saying because no one's saying, oh, Salome's gonna win this one A state. That's team. what I mean. Everybody is, let's, is let's be, thinking let's, let's be completely transparent now. Everybody's thinking North Valley, Saint David, mm-hmm. or Maybe a Babo. Maybe a Babo. Mm-hmm, throw that in there. Uh, but other than the, maybe a Capiton, but I'm just saying, like out of those four teams, but sure. it's, it's mainly a Valley St. David kind of deal. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Yeah, I like those. Okay, let's look at this then. You look at the bracket. Which team has the best chance of getting upset in the first round? Like, who, which team is on upset alert right now in your mind? Looking at the first round, Salome, and <laughs> I'm just calling it what it is. And I don't want to consider Joe City a four. No! <laughs> right now it is scary hours for Salome. I'm just saying, dude. I I feel you. Like as I can't, I'm still rolling with Salome. Like ride or die. You're you know, dying on the hill. I will die on the lily pad. Well, we're not saying that we're not we're not saying that they're going to lose. But what we're saying is. The Gregory School is just all over the place. It's hard to know with them. They're and they're going to be a real... I mean, that is probably one of the best 12 seeds that I've seen in the 1A. I don't... Con- yeah, I know. I tell con- me I'm wrong. Like, that's a great 12 seed. You're wrong. You just told me to tell you you're wrong. I'm not really saying you're wrong. <laughs> you just told me to tell you that. Bro, um, I'm just telling you, if Salome loses in the first round, I'm going to kill myself. Do it. I just, I'm just saying, dude, like, I can't handle that. Like, you know I love Salome so much. Well, you know what? If they loved you so much, they would have sent you a fighting frog shirt, but they, we still haven't got that. It's whatever, dude. I, if if they lose in that first round and they get upset, like, it's I'm over. just going to send you a text. And I'm going to be like, all right, like, have fun with the podcast. Just here we go. I might start up a, no, I'm not going to say Send that. a key. <laughs> Anyways, no, I, I, I am 100%, 100% agree with you. Salome is obviously on upset alert. Um. I don't think Joe City upsetting Fort Thomas is an upset. Joe City no, it's not Fort that big of a of a. Com- of now, a, Desert yeah. Christian and Hayden. That's potential. That's potential. Desert That's Christian is playing pretty good. We know what Hayden got, and Hayden's a very solid team. But so's Desert. Just saying. And Desert has been, even though some of their ending scores have been kind of separated. If you watch the games, they're not as separated as you would think. Mm. You know, so I I agree with you. I think two teams on upset alert. Hayden and Salome. Hayden and Salome. Man, I I can't do it with Salome, dude. If they if they get upset, like I'm I'm gonna end it. Like that's it. I get it. We'll we'll cancel the whole pod for the whole season. Yeah, just shut it down. Just shut it down. Gosh, man. No, they won't let me down. I know that they won't. I agree. I hope. They won't. Okay. So let's get into previewing these games. We're gonna start with Williams versus North Valley Christian. And then we'll move on from there. We're starting with the 16 seed down to the one seed. The coolest thing about this is we put out a poll uh, for you guys because we put in. Uh, we know we obviously have our thoughts about who we think is going to win. But we wanted to hear from you guys a little bit. We see Max Preps. They give their little like uh, algorithm prediction about who they think is going to win. And we want to hear from you guys, you know, because you guys are in this thing. You guys are not. Some of you guys are coaches, and some of you guys are players, and. I just want to give a huge shout out to you guys because we put out the poll and within the hour there was like 
over 200 people that interacted with this thing. So mm. um, let's just start off with this one. Williams versus North Valley Christian. And uh, let's just kind of talk about what Max Preps sees on this really quick. Because for Max Preps, Max Preps really is giving the edge here to... North Valley. North Valley. They have got North Valley winning 63 to 55. Oh. 63 to 55. So that score spread is not, I guess it's 64 to 55. That score spread is not that, maybe you were surprised, huh? You thought it probably would be a bigger score spread I than thought it would be a bigger gap, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, hmm. That's actually very interesting to say, the least. Do you agree with that? Do you think North Valley wins this one pretty easily? I think North Valley is able, has the potential to take care of business. Um, I'm just kind of looking over at Williams' schedule. It's pretty, it's a pretty good schedule. They just beat bases to kind of cap off their region play. They beat them 61 to 49. They did lose to Joe City by six. They did, on the other hand, you know, they beat everybody else pretty much in their region. Freedom Games, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of taking care of business. But when it, they beat a Rock Point, I mean, they're beating solid teams. Like teams that have beat really other other good teams as well. Williams, you're talking about Williams. Has correct. Williams played anybody who is in the top five? Um, for the small ball. Yeah, for one A. For one A, not top five. Like who's the best? Like g- give me their strongest game that they've had this season. That they won. Mm-hmm. No, just that they played. Just that they played. I mean, they played Mojave Accelerated. I'm talking about one A. Oh, one A. My bad. Uh, they played Mogion. They lost by nine. Mm-hmm. They they did beat Rock Point. Mm-hmm. They did beat. What was the score spread on that one? Rock Point sixty three to forty eight. Okay, so they took care of business a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rock Point's been super up and down. They lo- they lost to Joe City by six, mm-hmm. and then they beat Bases by sixty one to forty nine. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, and then they played their last game was El Capitan, and they lost by nine. Yeah, this is tough, man. I um, I'm rolling with North Valley on this one. No, I'm I'm gonna I'm roll with the Lions too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some k- potential key players to watch out though for Williams is a uh, Logan Cody, and then I think it's Siegfried. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, both. I think you have Cody, who's a junior this year. That's his last name, by the way. He's averaging like by 15 a game, and then Logan I believe is averaging like 10 or 11 a game. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, those are some players to definitely watch out for. Um. I mean, when's the last time we talked about Williams? You know what I mean? Right. No, I know. I just think that North Valley, and the reason why I'm going with them is not just because of the pedigree of who they played against, but I think also they're just way too balanced, man. I mean, there's way too many people to think about. They're obviously led by Bobby Rodriguez averaging like 13 points per game, but they also got Cameron Rice, 11 point, like 12 points per game. Uh, Marina, 8.3 points per game. Savory, 9.4 points per game. Mm. I mean, they just got a lot of people there that, that contribute. And they've just, they're, they're averaging eight offensive rebounds a game. And I just, I feel like they're, they're averaging nine assists per game, too. I don't know. I just think that North Valley is going to be too much. And uh, the fans, all the small ball community, you guys voted 80, 88% of you guys said that North Valley is going to take that win over Williams. That's pretty convincing. That's pretty convincing. And I don't think they're wrong, you know, and that's not a yeah. knock on Williams. I think Williams has had a tremendous season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously we love a Cinderella story. We love the madness. I mean, I kind of – you kind of hope for, like – Oh, um, I know what you mean. Imagine I know. if North Valley does lose. That's not that you don't want them to lose, but just imagine, yeah. like, dang, if they lose, like, yeah. that would just shake up everybody's bracket. 
Oh, I know. It'd be crazy. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. No, I, I'm going to rock with North Valley, but I think the point spread is going to be a little bit different. I think North Valley by 15. Okay, let's move on to basis, Flagstaff, and Cicero prep. Mm. This one is super weird to me. My gut is telling me to go against Cicero prep, Ooh. but I'm not going to. You know, I feel like... I don't know. I, I feel like Cicero Prep, we talked about this. They've been a really inconsistent team. Very inconsistent. I mean, you just think about this, right? Cicero Prep wins their region. Mm-hmm. They're 8-0 in region play. They go into the region tournament, and what happens on the very first game? They lose. They lose, right? And I, it doesn't happen that much. I know that they've had people that have been out for certain reasons, that like for extended amounts of time. I don't know why, maybe injuries or whatever. But... I don't know. They just have been super inconsistent. Even with their inconsistencies, though, I still think that Cicero Prep has a huge edge over um, who's who are they playing again? Basis over basis. The yeah, Yetis. That's what it is. I don't sleep on the Yetis, man. They're I'm not sleeping on them. They're good, and they've they've had a great season. I just oh my gosh, I just saw the basis logo on Max Press. <laughs> it legit just looks like a Sasquatch, like walking. I know the it, it pretty much is. Uh, okay, so uh, Max Preps, the computers, they really like, um, man, they like uh, basis in this one. They've got basis 57 to 56, a one-point one point game. Mm. He, here's a huge disparity, though. That Cicero Prep in the fourth quarter, they have huge fourth quarters. Uh, they're averaging 18 points per game in the fourth quarter, and a basis is averaging seven points per game in the fourth quarter. And then if you look at the flip side of that, basis is averaging 19 points per game in every single first quarter. Cicero Prep is averaging seven. So, I mean, I think a key for Cicero Prep in this game is they're going to have to have a really good start. They can't they can't score seven points in the first quarter and expect to come out and cruise into a victory. They've got to be really sharp and ready to go at the jump, and then they've obviously got to finish strong as well. But historically, if you look at Cicero Prep in the box scores, their first quarters have not been very good. So I think that's something to definitely think about. For sure. And, you know, Bases actually has a little bit of scoring, man. They got two kids in double figures. They have Hofstetter, who's a senior, averaging 18. And they got Angle Thaler. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that's so wrong. That's okay. That's but he's, right. aver- he's averaging you know, 22 a game. So, I mean, he's doing pretty good. I'm curious. I mean, it's weird. Bases beat Rock Point twice and then loses in the region play. Mm-hmm. But Cicero lost in the region play. And I, I'm rolling with Cicero on this one. You think it's a bit? You think it's a blowout, or do you? Think no, I don't think it's a blowout. I think it's like a ten point game. Cicero by ten. I got Cicero by ten. The fans also overwhelmingly go with Cicero on this one. Do they know something we don't? Just kidding. Do you know what I think it is? They've seen your Koski play. They came balls. Like they've seen. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you know what a team can potentially do. You know, it's just like, well, obviously they're better. You know, I think that Cicero Prep is better than Basis, but they're not super consistent. So they just, they have to show up and they got to be ready to go. If they do that, they take care of business. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm going to rock with Cicero. I'm going to go Cicero by six. I think it's closer. Okay. I think it's a little bit closer. I think the point spread can obviously be a little bit different, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, Basis can start off really strong. But, I mean, if they can able to finish and hold Cicero down in that second half, I mean, can get a little interesting to say the least. So then we would be looking at a potential second round there 
in the quarters of Cicero versus North Valley. That's what we're predicting right Correct. now. Correct. Cicero versus North Valley. Dang. That'd be a great matchup, too. It would be. Because remember, Cicero played North Valley to, like, a one-point game. Just saying. That's crazy. Okay, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> I can't even talk about this, dude. The Gregory School versus Salome. And I'm going to hit Reyes' favorite thing there. I'm scared, y'all. I don't know why, man, but I'm scared. I just feel I have a bad feeling about this game. Like a really bad feeling, right? A really bad feeling? Yeah. I just feel like the Gregory School, if you look at their schedule, which I think you're doing right now, yep, they have been competing with teams very differently ever since Vince Edwards is back. If I remember right, I think if even if you exclude, especially if you include their region tournament play, they hadn't lost since, like, December or something. No, they lost. Who did so, they lose to? So I'm looking from the 30th. December 30th? So they beat Salome on the 29th, 50 to 42. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's what I'm saying, they beat Sc- bro. Then they I beat, can't, you can't say then that they be- to me, dude. No! Salome! <laughs> so right now, for you guys listening, you know. Wait, when was that? That was December 29th. So, okay. I don't even think Vince Edwards was back by then. No, he was back. He had to have been back, right? I don't think so. But Salome didn't have Tito Calderon, though. That's true. Oh, I'll no, give you that. No, um, no, no, But then they lose the Baba by two in January 6th, and that's when Vince Edwards was back. You know, they beat San Miguel, uh, Scottsdale Prep, San Manuel, SACH, Ray. They lose to North Valley. They get just, just obliterated. And then they play Patagonia at his DB. They beat Cicero Prep 48-38. They beat Duncan 43-28. to They lose to St. David by 12. And their last regular season game was against Benson, and they, they took one by one. Um, yeah, they beat Benson by one. No, and then they beat Duncan. Then they lose to St. David, and then they lose to Desert Christian. What was that 40- score spread of St. David? Uh, 12. Oh, God. And then Desert Christian beat the Gregory School 43-35. to And now they play Salome. Okay, you got to tell me your thoughts on this, dude, right now. Tell me your thoughts. And you got to be honest. Don't pull any punches either. I won't pull any punches, man. I'm being, I'm going to give it to you straight. Um, gosh, is Tito. He's back. He's in, he's back. He's been back and he's been doing good. And he's he's like back, that, dude. dude. He's back. The fighting frogs are fighting hard. Um, he, I don't know. I mean, you look at the way that they're competing with some teams. You look at some of the teams that Salome competed with. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. It's playoffs. Anything can happen. This is at Salome, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think it's at the higher seat, yeah. So it'd be at Salome. So it's away at Salome. Salome is a Salome, very t- I know you're listening to this. You got to get the band, dude. You have to get the band in that game. Any little edge that you can get, you got to get it, man. You have to. Jeff is stressing right now, guys. And I'm just going to give you complete honesty. Um, I think the play of Vince Edwards and a couple don't, of the roles. Don't say it. Don't say it. Dude. You have Lorino. Who's averaging 17 a game? He's a 6'2 guard. Um, obviously, Vince Edwards is about 6'4. Hey, what year is he? Uh, senior. Lorino? Okay, gotcha. Lorino is a senior. They got Marks, who's averaging nine. And then you got Reynolds, who's been kind of honest. Oh, wait, this is. Oh, I am so sorry. What? Were you reading the wrong team? I was reading minutes per game, not points per game. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I've done that before. I almost said a kid was averaging 20 something a game, 22 minutes a game. He's getting the game more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, L, there you go. Junior averaging 10. You have Vince Edwards averaging 13. Man, last year mm. he was averaging 27 a game. Well, that's what he ended with. But he was averaging like 37 or 33 or 34 for a long time. You know what I mean? 
I think that's a good thing, though. That makes me more scared. Like, the, the Gregory School's more balanced now. Um, They got some guys averaging nine, and a lot of guys averaging five. They actually have a really big roster. Um, God, I mean, you look at some of the games that the Gregory School has played, I think the athleticism of Vince Edwards could be a problem for Salome. I mean, just size-wise. I mean, you know, like his... The Gregory School's probably a little bit bigger than Salome. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, well, I'm just thinking of even just matchups-wise. Who do they have that could match up against? Who's going to Vince Edwards? Right, and I mean, I know that Salome has played some zone, which will be helpful, you know, but... I don't know, bro. I'm I'm stressed. You know right what? Now. Man, I'm I'm kind of torn with this one. Um, I I really don't know who to go with. To be completely honest with you, um, who do you got? I'm rolling with Salome, dude. That's not even a question. Point like, spread. I'm going with Salome. So my point spread. This is what, this uh, before you even go. This is the way the game could go. And I truly believe this. I think Salome wins a tight game, or Gregor Show blows him out. I don't think it's one or the other. I don't think it's a close game at all. It's either Salome keeps it close and they win close, mm-hmm. or the Gregory School just somehow just runs away. I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't like, think Gregory School keeps it. I think if, the, if, they, if it's a close game, the Salome wins. If it's anything less, I think. I know. I And I, I don't disagree with you, you know. Oh, gosh. Dude, it's too much right now, bro. I can't. I got Salome. I'm rolling with Salome. The I'm computers go. at Max Preps have Salome winning by six, 56 to 50. What do the fans say? The fans say um, Salome, like uh, 70% said Salome and 30% said um, the Gregory the School. School. I want you guys to know, too, that's not like it's just 20 people voting. It's like over 300 people voting. Like, I'm just saying, it's not like, you know what I'm saying. So I'm rolling with Salome on this one. And I'm just saying, like, it's not like, you know what I mean? Because some people could be like, oh, well, they got Yeah, there's some legitimacy there. No, bro, you know? we're getting over freaking three, like, <laughs> two to three hundred people voting. Well, and I'm just saying, too, like, those are players that are in it that have seen, you know what I mean? So I just. I think I'm going to rock with Salome only because of inconsistency with the Gregory School. But that's mainly been because of Vince Edwards being out and them adjusting to a new player. When I watched them play against the team and they look tough, dude. When, when Vince is in, he's in. So, and I want you guys to know, like, the Gregory School, I got love for you. You know, like, Salome, obviously, I got love for you. I'm just pulling for Salome in this one. Like, those have been my dogs, you know. So, You've been like, rocking Salome in the – you know what? Since the jump, Reyes. Since the jump, You know, dude. I just said Salome just to make you feel better. I'm sorry. I know you did. So, just pick I'm the a, Gregory I'm School. I'm going to rock with the Gregory School. I'm going to go to the Gregory School plus 12. Okay. I'm sorry. I – yeah, Gregory or uh, Salome. I know you're listening to this. You got to find a way to slow down Vince Edwards. You got to find a way to get rebounds and get out in transition. If you let the Gregory School crash the boards and get second chance points, it's over. And I know that you won't let them hop into getting into that stuff. So, oh gosh, okay, we can't talk about this anymore. I feel like I just lost like a year off my life or something. And it's not mentioned that the what's it called? The Gregory School has a pretty good freshman, uh, Buckler. Euclid, uh-huh. he's a freshman. He's a six-four freshman too, and he's averaging about nine or ten a game too. So I mean, that's something to look out for as well. That you know the size of the Gregory School. Okay, let's move on to Mogion versus El Capitan. Can we say something? And I really kind of want to know the insider traders. Say whatever you want. What is going on with Mogion? You know, know what I mean. I don't know. What do you think is going on over there? I don't know. We were, we had very what? What makes you say that? Well, just kind of where they've ended. They're nine and fourteen overall. Like, 
last year they only lost like three or four games, I think it was, or something like that. Their schedule is tougher this year, though, and they're playing. I mean, look, they're like Yuma Catholic and stuff. Why do they have Yuma Catholic or Blue Ridge Solo? I mean, God, they went through the gauntlet pretty Yeah, if you look at their their schedule, like, you know, they, I think part of the reason why they've lost more but is I'm, because of the teams I'm, they're playing. But what I'm talking about is the 1A teams. I don't really care about the 3A teams. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, we don't need to get into that. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about, you know, the Joe City drops. Yeah. The inconsistencies with those. You know, you lose to Hayden, which Hayden is a very good team. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't know. I don't want to say this is a very underachieving. But Hayden is not like invincible. They've showed that. They've showed that very early on too. But towards the end of the half of the end of the season, they've kind of stepped it up a little bit. Let's just be honest. The Lobos have really kind of stepped it up this second half of the season. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, I don't know. I guess I just expected more from Ogion. Yeah, I, I think we hyped. I think we had them number four in our preseason rankings. Four or three. Yeah, I mean they were up there, you know. So. And then they play, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's a very interesting feeling for me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm being completely honest with you, I'm not feeling super confident in Mogian. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't either, you know. they got a great player in Kyson Owens. And, you know, they've had some great moments in the season. But, you know, not probably performing as well as they would have liked to against some of those top-level players or top-level sure. teams in the 1A. So they face off against El Capitan. And the computers at Max Preps, they really like El Capitan in this one. They have them winning 58-54 to 54 over Mogion. And I agree that I ha- I'm rolling with El Capitan on this one. I'm going to roll. But you know what? The, the fans are actually, this is one of the more competitive ones. On here, 54% of the people voted for El Capitan and 46% voted for Mogion. Mm. So they're very split. Now, Mogion and Al Capitan, they have not met this this season yet. They have not. So, I mean, I think that's that's rare in this because most of these teams have played each other. Correct. At least a couple, at least one time, yes. you know. So, uh, yeah, I'm rolling with uh, I'm rolling with El Capitan on this one. Same. And I Hashtag think I agree. I think it's like a 10-point game. Yeah. I mean, I'm really looking at some of the points spread. Some of these teams that play like a Fort Thomas, uh, North Valley, obviously, the, the Hayden game, um, a Joe City um, yeah, I don't know. El Capitan's a really good team, so is Mogion, but I think El Capitan just might have a little bit more mm-hmm. of this year than, than Mogion does. So I'm going to go El Capitan. I'm going to go plus eight. Mm. Okay, so then what we're looking at here in the semis for that next round, or in the quarters, we're looking at, I'm looking at Salome versus El Capitan, and you're looking at the Gregory School versus El Capitan. Correct. All right, let's move on to Rock Point and Babo. I don't even got to do a whole lot of research for this one or look at it. I'm going to be honest. I don't really care what the computers say. I got Babo on this one. I think that that is probably... Is, is the Max Preps saying that Rock Point is going to win? I mean, I can check if you want me to. I'm no, just you don't saying, have, you like, don't have to check. No, no, I'll, I'll check. But I'm just saying, I've seen Rock Point play. I've seen Babo play. I'm going to have a hard time betting against Babo Kavari. I just really am. You know, the hey, only Bob, time just, I think <sighs> that I would bet against Bobo is if they were playing against, like, a North Valley. But even then, I would think twice just because the kids are just competitors. Well, can we talk about the last game Bobo did have? Mm-hmm. Do you know who that St. was? St. David. They and went back and they won the region, and it was 50, a revenge game. 51-43. That's tough, man. It was tough. That's great. Eight points. Oh, my gosh. Max Preps says that the final score, like their prediction, is Rock Point 62 Bobo Kavari, 62. What? That's what they have. 
you know, I think Devin Antill is going to carry Bobo mm-hmm. to, a, a great to a pretty good solid win. Mm-hmm. I think Bobo wins comfortably. I think so, too. I think at least 20. Ooh, I was thinking like 12. I think 20. I'm going to go Bobo plus 13. Okay. You increased it by one. Like, that makes a huge difference. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and the, the people who voted, the small ball community, 76% got Bobo, 24% got Rock Point. Uh, I'm I'm rolling with Bobo on this one as well. So I think that's a pretty easy one. No, I, hashtag I agree, dude. Okay, let's move on to Desert and Hayden though. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one's a little scary for me, honestly. This is a little. This is a little rough. You man. and you have a little insight on Desert, don't you? I do, man. And I just Desert Christian has been right on the edge of so many games, and it's it's gonna be really hard for me to count out a Desert Christian. And I feel like Hayden, I don't know, man. I feel like they have shown a lot of vulnerability in the season. No, they have. I agree with you like on that. Like, in preseason, I mean, we were so high on Hayden. Remember that? hmm I mean, just so high on them. And, like, as of recently, I don't know if you're looking at their schedule. No, I was. I mean, they're lost to Joseph City 64-52, to and then they turn around and beat Joseph City. I just I don't know. They did beat Fort Thomas. And then they no, lose. they lost to Fort Thomas. They lost to Fort to Thomas. And they then, beat Amogion. They lose to Cicero. They lose to Fort Thomas again. Um, Fort Thomas has a lot of people's numbers, but then a lot of people have Fort Thomas's numbers. It's super weird. I know it's tough. Fort Thomas man. is just I don't know if it's inconsistency or it's just the one H just kind of like it's just kind of who's who on that night. I think that's more what it is, man. And. I don't know. I I have the computers have Hayden winning sixty one or sixty two to fifty eight over Desert. I think there's a high potential possibility of Desert Christian getting an upset. A huge one. I mean, I feel the same way about this one as I do with Salome in the Gregory School. You know, I am. I don't know, man. I just I do like the play of the guards though from Hayden. You know, you have Castillo averaging twenty, and then I think sure. uh, Gardner, right? Correct. He's just averaging. I think so, yeah. He's averaging fifteen or seventeen a game. You know, they're playing really good right now. Um, how do yeah? I don't know. To be honest with you, it's kind of tough to call. I mean, I will say this: Desert lost to Hayden in the season opener by four. I mean, by four is the season opener, dude. Oh man, well, that was a long time ago. But are you calling it an upset? I, I, that's kind of what it sounds like you're leaning towards. If you're gonna say that, say it. I have heard through the grapevine that Hayden might have a player or two out. Grades? I don't know. That's all I know. That they Brr. might have a player or two out. <coughs> per ASBP. Per ASBP, and I mean, I don't know, dude. Take desert. And then let's just say this, right? I yeah, I'm going with desert, dude. I got to. I go with desert. Which is different than Max Preps. And it is different from what everybody voted for. What, what did the fans say? Uh, Hayden, sixty nine percent voted for Hayden and thirty one percent voted for Desert. Mm. But I'm gonna go with the thirty one percent, bro. I got desert. I'm just feeling this. I feel like I don't know. I, I just I like Desert a lot. I'm rolling with them. Roll with Desert. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and roll with Hayden still. Um, I like Desert's play, and I'm not going to be surprised if they upset, but I'm going to rock with Hayden, staying strong with the Lobos. And I think Hayden plus six. Yeah, I think whatever it is, it's going to be close. It, it's not going to be a, like a blowout, no matter what. Hashtag I agree, dude. I'm with that. Okay, so let's move on here. 
We got Desert. Okay, and then let's talk about this really quick, right? Let's say Desert Christian wins. We both have Baba Kavari moving on in that other side of the bracket. Correct. Um, I mean, think about this. If they win, if Desert wins, they play there. They have already played Babo. Who? Desert Christian. They've played them two times correct. against Babo. They have played against each other, correct. It's hard to be a team three times. It is hard. It's not it's not easy. So I just are we looking at Desert as a potential Cinderella? Who has a hot seat question? I'm right just there. saying, I mean, Desert is literally an eleven seed. That's a hot seat question. That's a very good. I mean, I'm just saying we're literally talking about an 11 seed is upsetting a, a six seed, and then they would have a legitimate shot to beat a three seed, and then they would come out playing probably against the St. David on the in the semis if they made it there. You know what it is? Is Desert Christian the boogeyman in the 1A? I think the hard dark or I think the boogeyman. I don't know, man. It's tough. It's tough. They got some great kids there, and they ha- they're gonna have a really good chance. I'm rolling with desert there. Roll with desert. I'm gonna roll with Hayden. Okay. Plus six. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next one. So we got Joe City and Fort Thomas. I'm not even really doing any research on this, and I'm pretty sure you agree with me. I got Joe City. I don't know, bro. Joe City, the Wildcat. Dude, how many times have these teams played? Can we just talk about that for a second? Let's I talk, mean, let's talk about it, dude. Let's get crazy. It let's, has been what is it four times now? I believe so. They split. How annoying would that be to play a team four times and then like see them in the playoffs? So let's see, Joe City, the first time they played against Fort Thomas, that was on the eight on the sixteenth. Joe City beat them eighty-two to seventy-eight. They then played again on January twenty-fourth. They lost by eight, and then they played. Oh, three three times. So three. So this will be their fourth time. No, they've played twice. Okay, this so this will be their. Third be the, one, it's one one. Dang, dude, the computers like Fort Thomas in this one. They have Fort Thomas winning sixty four to sixty, and then um, the the fans voted, and they voted sixty nine percent Fort Thomas, thirty one percent Joseph City. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I, whoa, dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. I predicted Joseph City would win one or, th- or those four games, and, and they won three out of the four, you know? That's kind of what I'm going for. That's what you're going for? But, man, also, though, dude, like. Fort Thomas ain't a punk. They're not at all. And I just, I don't know. Somebody commented on our status, and I just want to read this, okay? Um, Joe City at Fort Thomas, first round of state, with the winner most likely facing St. David is an old-school 1A matchup. I don't know anything about this crop of kids, but I don't see Joseph City going into Fort Thomas and coming out with the win. Whoa. And I don't know why. I don't know who this guy is. What's his, his beef? His username is uh, Danimal12985. You know, hey, I'm, ch- I'm, I'm changing my pick. I'm changing my pick. Just because of that? Nope. I'm going with Fort Thomas. You know why? Why? Since January 19th, Fort Thomas hasn't lost. And you know they beat? They beat Hayden. They beat Joe City. They beat Mogion. They beat Mogion. How many games? And then they beat Hayden. They won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm rolling with Fort Thomas. Yeah, I'm rolling with Fort Thomas too. Fort Thomas. I got Fort Thomas by six, sixty to sixty-six. 
Four Thomas plus 12. Oh, okay. A little controversy, huh? A little controversy. <laughs> Not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. <clears throat> um, Joseph City, Fort Thomas. We both got Fort Thomas. And let's talk about this last matchup, which we don't really have to talk about that much, but you got Desert Heights, um, St. David. St. David's winning this one, and uh, we don't even have to really look at Are the computers sure? or anything. I'm 100%. I'd bet my son on it. Wow. You want to do it right now? Sure. No, I don't. If St. David loses, you have full rights to my son. Okay. I'm with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but what we're looking at then. No, I'm, I'm, I think St. David blows him out by 25, and that's no disrespect to Desert Heights. No, it's not. It's just a testament to St. David. So, let's talk about this. The quarters, what we're looking at is a matchup between St. David and Fort Thomas. Which they've played against. We're looking at, I picked Desert Christian and Babo. You picked Hayden and Babo. We're looking at El Capitan versus Salome, I have, and then El Capitan versus the Gregory School, you have. And then we're looking at Cicero Prep and North Valley. Dude, I'm I'm just saying, dude, I can't handle it if Salome loses. Like, I'm going to be so done if they lose. That's pretty tough if they lose. I know, man. So, I'm like, trying to... What? I, I'm trying to think of, like... Yeah, I mean, we talk, well, we talk about Dark Horses. We talk about... Um, Desert Christian, you know, most likely De- to get Desert upset. Christian could potentially be that. They could potentially be like a Cinderella. They could, you know, they have potential to do that. And I mean, we put them not in the contenders, but we put them right on the edge, you know, because they're right on the edge of all. Well, that because stuff. of the close games that they did lose, were to those top teams. Mm-hmm. They were, and by four and three, and it, yeah, I mean, godly dude, maybe something has to give, mm-hmm. and maybe it's they're on the eighth. So let's talk about this, and then we'll get out of here, okay? What team is not here in the playoffs that you would have thought was going to be here in the playoffs in the 1A? I can't think. I got to look real quick. Go ahead and look. That's fine. I just am curious. You want to know what I think? Yeah, I just want to. I always want to know what you think, dude. Thanks, man. Your opinion is one of the most important opinions. Let's see. That I have. What what is one of the teams that I thought was going to be in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Oh, I for sure thought, and you know this is super weird. How did I forget about them? And they've they didn't have a good year with Sequoia Charter. Yeah, I, I that's exactly they're, who I was thinking. They're barring, like we had a very high price for them, especially what they did in the two way, right? And what they were keeping. Um, yeah, I know, and they've just had a really th- their season has not ended. You know, it hasn't gone very good. Hasn't gone good at all, dude. And so. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it what it is, yeah. So all these games are taking place on Thursday, yeah? Am I right on that? Yes, Thursday. So if you are a uh, if you're a coach. You're I think a, them and Duncan. Duncan, too, you think? I don't, yeah. I mean, they were 22, but. Yeah, a team that I would have loved to see in here is Lincoln Prep, dude. I, I uh, They I were know. just I like, right on the edge. I like Coach Foshi, too. He, he did a really good job with his team. I know, and they got better throughout the season. But I'm just saying, like, they were right on the edge. And he was telling me that in order for them to make it, they probably had to win out their whole tournament and stuff, which was just a tough thing for them to do. So, um, yeah. But regardless, there's some really great teams playing here. If you're a coach, if you're a player, this is so cliche. But just make sure that you get some rest this week. You're going to be hyped up. We know that. You're going to be so pumped up. Whenever I think about playoffs, I think about getting rest. And I think about watching game film, you know, mm. thinking through everything that you want to do, thinking through knowing what your opponents are going to do. 
and all that stuff is always super helpful. So is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? No, I don't think that's anything. I mean, nope, nothing else. I think we kind of covered it, and like I said, you know, hopefully on the 8th. Hopefully we're wrong on some. Dude, I, I, I know. And I'm sorry, man. Saloma's going to win. They're not going to win. They're going to win for you. I'd love Salome, dude. I'm going to end it if they lose. Okay. I love how you don't even care. You don't even try to convince me. You've just heard that so much this season, huh? Gosh, we've heard it a lot this season. (laughs) From the both of us. Let's get on it. Let's get out of here, man. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, You know, make sure that you tune into the Patreon. And uh, if you haven't already, man, make sure you go follow, subscribe, and uh, leave us a review. We love those five-star ratings. We'll catch you guys next time.